0: Hello and welcome back to the Film Network podcast. I'm your host Cody Korber, and today we're going to have a look at Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. But today I would like to start off the show by giving a shout out to my friend and fellow podcaster uh, Shane Jernigan. He has a uh, he has a uh, podcast channel called the TW Show, the Toast Whisperer uh, Show, and I, would, I think he's a pretty good guy overall. Um, he introduced me to this CastBox app and say, hey, Cody, you know, you should really get a channel on there talking about what you think about movies and such. And I said, you know what, well, not. Why not? (laughs) Um, So, Shane, if you're listening, Uh, uh, yeah, I'm here now, so thank you, and uh, he's the sponsor of my show today, and I'm the sponsor of his show. Um, We basically swapped $20 bills, so... Yeah, um, Shane, uh, thank you once again. And without further ado, let's start this review. A Nightmare on Elm Street is about a girl named Nancy Thompson who was having some grisly nightmares, uh, and she's not alone. Uh, Her friends uh, have the same nightmares as she does, and they they get uh, killed in their dreams, in their sleep. So um, now it's up to Nancy to find out why her friends are getting killed in, in their sleep. And along the way, uh, she finds out from her mom and dad that they once killed a child murderer named Fred Krueger who killed children. And uh, uh, all the parents on Elm Street, including Nancy's parents, killed them, killed him. And Nancy... And that's why Freddy Krueger, well, sorry, Fred Krueger is killing uh, the kids on Elm Street out of revenge. Uh, So now the parents of Elm Street are paying a high price. And now it's up to Nancy to uh, make sure that she doesn't get killed because she wants to end this nightmare, uh, to to end the Elm Street killings uh, once and for all. So... She, uh, find she plans a way to get him out of the dream world into reality to finish him off. So, yeah, um, and this is near the end of the film. Uh, after, kept, after keeping a very long secret from Nancy, uh, her parents, well, her mom, uh, Is an alcoholic, so uh, we we can just say that for now, because um, I'm trying to think of a good characteristic for her mom. <laughs> um, uh, so Nancy br- finally brings him into the real world and do some impressive uh, lays lays down some impressive Home Alone traps, um, and then finally attacks Freddy and uh, burn him up, light him on fire. And, uh, the only way to kill Freddy in this film is to, uh, is for Nancy to pretend that he doesn't exist, and, uh, he disintegrates, so, uh, that's the way Freddy dies in this film. And, uh, insane twist at the end, um, Nancy's, at the end, uh, she comes out like it's perfect, like the days, like it's perfect back to the way they used to be before these killings began, so... Yeah, Nancy's friends comes back from the dead just to die again. Uh, That's pretty big, uh, that's pretty much a waste of, you know, resurrection right there. (laughs) Um, But no, it's just another dream sequence. Uh, uh, So this time, Freddy uh, pulls a one-two-stritcheroo... On Nancy, thinking that she actually did bring him into the real, real world, but in reality, uh, she's still dreaming. So yeah, that's 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 the twist in this film, and uh, that's pretty much a Nightmare on Elm Street for ya. Um, I'm gonna go straight off topic here. Uh, I'm go- I'm gonna go into eighties horror films right now. Because this is the film that introduced me to uh, 80s horror films. Um, After I watched, uh, I watched this movie for the first time a very long time ago. I think I was either 10 or 9 years old. But uh, after I watched Nightmare on Elm Street, this film introduced me to 80s horror films in general. So after I watched this, I watched films like Friday the 13th, uh, Evil Dead. Child's Play, Hellraiser, um, just all 80's horror films. Um, And uh, I don't know why uh, this film introduced me to 80's horror films. I think there was a notion uh, in the time when uh, it wasn't story that was uh, the main focus of the film. The main focus of those films was the killer, the antagonist. Uh, For Friday the 13th, the original, there was Mrs. Voorhees and Jason. Um, But then further down along the way, Jason became more popular with the hockey mask and uh, the grotesque uh, faces and the deaths and the body counts of those films. And then for the Child's Play films, there was Chucky. And along the way, there was... uh, uh, Chucky's wife Tiffany and the son, who anyone barely remembers anymore, unless if you have, uh, if you own Seed of Chucky, I am so desperately sorry. Um, you have more, you have, uh, but anyway, um, I don't, I didn't, I didn't think Seed of Chucky was a bad film, honestly. Um, but it still could have been way a lot better. But, uh, Wow, I'm really getting off topic here. Um, but 80s horror films, I don't know why, I think they're much more of a better films than uh today's horror films. Frankly, because back in the 80s and 70s, um horror films became more original. Uh today, we barely we barely have any original horror films anymore. Um, It, that was just a remake of the TV miniseries, and it was based off the book, too, so, um, uh, there was The Conjuring, there was Insidious, which, uh, in my opinion, I can care less about, because, um, I wasn't necessarily scared by these movies. In order to watch a horror film, you have to be scared, um... When I watched these films for the first time, I was truly terrified. Um, Chucky, I remember watching that really young. Um, I was afraid of Chucky when I was a little kid. Uh, here, uh, here's a crazy story for you. My grandmother, uh, when I was around seven years old, uh, she had her, uh, she had a Chucky, not a doll, but it was like a little talking Chucky doll that you couldn't really move around or talk or no it could talk but you couldn't move around and play with it and all that it was it was like the feet were like hooked to his little mount. you press a button and he talks my grandma had one of those and dear god i wanted to stay away from it <laughs> um that was the first time i ever laid my eyes on a ch on chucky and <laughs> uh I think it was around the time I watched Nightmare on Elm Street and I watched Child's Play and that brought me back and I was like oh my god it's it's that creepy little thing again um but I don't know why I was so scared about i Chucky was a doll a killer doll that um but then there was films like Friday the 13th where where I didn't really necessarily got scared by Jason but um uh, yeah uh Jason was, uh, like... I was more of a fan of Friday the 13th uh, than Nightmare on Elm Street. Mostly because of, uh, the look of Jason Voorhees throughout the films. Um, unlike Nightmare on Elm Street, where Robert Englund, who is the only actor to play Freddy Krueger, uh, throughout the entire span of Nightmare on Elm Street, all the way up to Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, so on Friday 13th, you had one man playing Jason, then you had another dude, and another dude, and then, uh, I think around part 7, uh, they, uh, Kane Hodder played Jason from part 7 all the way to Jason X, which is part 10. So, uh, you know, I could have wished they, uh, used Kane Hodder for Freddy vs. Jason, because that would have been a much more better movie. Uh... But they make for uh jason and fravers jason look like frankenstein with a hockey mask and machete it didn't feel like adjacent to me um then there was other films like evil dead which i haven't seen until i was uh i think i was 13 or 14 the first time i watched evil dead um but holy crap no wonder this movie didn't get a rating um Dear God <laughs> I might have to get around that sometime soon. But then Evil Evil Dead Two is when I started to take a a look at uh horror films that was too gruesome for me to watch. So Evil Dead Two is by far my favorite, if not my uh my favorite horror film ever because um it's it's those kinds of horror films. That are cheeky, that are cheesy, that are really um, unique for its time. It had good writing, good directing, good acting. Um, Even though some of the times where the movie goes to a goofy uh, scene. But that's what Evil Dead's all about. It's being goofy. And then there was films like Army of Darkness where it gets too goofy that you don't know what you're watching. It, it becomes a comedy. And uh that's kind of a big switch. You got Evil Dead, that's his dark, gritty, uh, underground horror film. Then you have two films later, uh, a comedy. And not even a funny comedy either. Um but then uh Ash vs Evil Dead comes around and they bring the horror and comedy back and it's Kind of good to, uh, to see Bruce Campbell back as Ash, um, but uh, a new season's coming up this—I think this Sunday—so uh, Ash versus Evil Dead season three is uh, premiering this Sunday on Stars. I can't wait for that. But uh, I'm totally, really getting off topic here. Um, Freddy Krueger. There we go. Um, this. M- Nightmare on Elm Street was released on November 9th, 1984, the same year as Gremlins and Ghostbusters came out, and uh, the year Michael Jackson won eight Grammys for Thriller, which, at the time, was the most ever won Grammys. Um, let's see, how far have we gone in so far? We are at thir- 13 minutes. Um... Uh, <clears throat> If they have a new idea for a Freddy film, I I just pray that's not another remake because the remake uh, that came out in 2010, produced by Michael Bay, uh, which is very unfortunate. Um, I didn't like it that much, you know. It, it wasn't. It didn't feel like a Nightmare on Elm Street to me. I think what they tried to do was uh, try to reimagine uh, a whole new Nightmare on Elm Street to a new generation which they did really 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 wrong um <laughs> they didn't really capture the feeling of freddy krueger or nightmare on elm street i really wish west craven uh did some consulting with the producer and director uh in that film uh speaking of west craven uh west craven directed this film and uh before that he directed uh the Hills Have Eyes, the original, and after uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, he did he directed stuff like uh, The People Under the Stairs, uh, the Scream movies, which was his biggest achievement since Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but he did, uh, I think he, yeah, he wrote Nightmare on Elm Street three, and then he went back to direct uh, Wes Craven's new Nightmare. So two, he directed one uh he wrote and produced for another director which uh Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is the one who uh he he wrote for uh which many consider to be the best in the series and i i agree um it's probably the best nightmare on elm street film in the series um if i had to rank down the top 5 best nightmare on elm street films it would have to be it would have to go from 5 uh, cuz Number five would be Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four. Uh, Part uh, Number four would be Nightmare on Elm Street Part uh, Two. Because uh, you know the film Part Two wasn't as good as the first one. Then again, it's not. Neither of these films are good horror. Are are the best horror films ever made? So number three would be uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, hold on Uh, part 3 would be uh, uh, part 6 which is Freddy's Dead Uh, part 2 would be uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and number 1 would be uh, part 3 Dream Warriors Um, but yeah all the other films uh, let's say part 6 that's where the series landed downhill Um, because they try to do something with Freddy in 3D, which really didn't work out well. Um, and yeah, uh, goofy writing, goofy acting, goofy directing, goofy practical effects, goofy everything. Um, new nightmare is when they try to make things serious again. Um, I don't think... It worked on some degree, but then, uh... I don't know. They try to make Freddy Krueger realistic. Like figure or realistic, whatever. Um you you you're going to have to watch this movie to know what I'm talking about because I can I can't do it all justice. So I think that's about it for today. Uh I got really off topic for a few moments there. But yeah, this has been a Nightmare on Elm Street review and uh I don't know if I should really say Nightmare Home Street review slash eighties horror films, uh, but who knows? Uh, but yeah, that's all for today. I am the I am Cody Corbett from the Film Network, and I'll see you guys later. Bye.